Welcome to another Sports Injury Central podcast, Pro Football Doc here with Jacob and Taylor. We're exiting week six, headed towards week seven, Monday night game still to come, Cowboys at Chargers. Or is it Chargers at Cowboys based on fans? Oh, that's you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, all right, uh, lots to talk about this week, Lot, lots to Lots to talk about this week. Lots of different things, and it might be week of the quarterback, huh? A lot of quarterback issues. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anything. Uh, well, maybe outside the first one, not any huge IR issues. But let's start with Justin Fields, uh, everyone's fancy darling. Chicago Bears are uh, always a topic in the NFL, um, especially with uh, the tankathon going on or or not going on, <laughs> depending who you ask. But uh, Justin Fields. Kind of an odd one. It started with wrist, and then it became hand, and now we finally have the answer. Thumb dislocation. Uh, start with what are the different types of thumb dislocations? Is there a better one for a quarterback? Is there a worse one for a quarterback? And what one does he have? Yeah, well, you know, actually, you really think about it. If we count up all the quarterbacks now, whereas we're exiting week six, you have Anthony Richardson, you have Deshaun Watson, right? And then, of course, this week there's like four or five of them. Yep. Right? And well, I'm sure we'll cover them all. So that's quite a quite a number already uh, of quarterbacks. And our numbers show about half of the league mm-hmm. lose their starting quarterback at least for a period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, kind of thing. Over half. We anyway, had eight, eighteen of thirty-two last year, I think it was. So yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at that, over that, depending on how you look at it. So Justin Fields. Let's talk about it. By video, we didn't think there was any fracture the way that he fell. It wasn't going to be a scaphoid fracture. But then he sort of jammed into the turf and then rolled over on it, right? And uh, didn't see the rest of it. But we did catch a picture, and we'll show it here, of the thumb out of place. And some might think here that this is an injury to the what we call IP joint the towards the tip of the thumb. But it's more at the base and it's the offset of the tendons that make that tip look different. Because it's more at the base and a dislocation, good, he got it reduced. And the best piece of news, there's no associated fracture. If there was an associated fracture, it might continue to be unstable and definitely require surgery. But when you dislocate any joint, that's one's not connected to the other. You cannot dislocate it without significant tears to the capsule and or ligament. Not to be grotesque, but going back to Nick Chubb, it was completely ridiculous for some to say it was just an MCL. If you look at that video again and avert your eyes here if you don't want to see it, this is not just an MCL. And then later on, the Browns did give the full story complete medial capsule and MCL and ACL. This is why we said knee dislocation. Well, this is a thumb dislocation. And so there are definitely tears of what's going on. Now, the best case scenario is no fracture, which seems to be the case, but there's still ligaments torn. And there's still a chance that Justin Fields could need surgery. But right now, Matt Eberflus, Bears head coach, is saying doubtful this next week. We're saying out this next week and likely beyond. I think a great outcome for the Bears is to somehow avoid injured reserve, avoid four weeks. 
that would be a great outcome. The problem is if you can't grip it, you can't spin it, right? The only thing on the one side is your thumb, quote, the opposable thumb, you know, kind of thing. You can't grip it. You can't spin it. If you remember Drew Brees a few years ago, tore his ulnar collateral ligament, and we were here in the war room like, oh, and that's surgery. And everyone was like, no, 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 when he couldn't pick up the ball. And then when surgery was announced, they went the other way. It was years done. We said, no, 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 six weeks, he'll be back. And he Mm -hmm. was. Now, I'm not saying this is exactly the same, the Drew Brees one and the Justin Fields. Uh, this that was a pure ligament. This is a dislocation. Hopefully, it was what we call an anterior posterior dislocation. Those are the ones that don't need surgery. But here's the thing: you still have to be able to grip, and you really can't splint it in a way where you can grip and throw the ball effectively. So, not the Tom Brady pounds of tape on his hand. Yeah. Tom Brady was a little bit unusual, right? And 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 look, here's the other difference too. Tom Brady, even if he doesn't practice, you're going to let him play and figure it out. Justin Fields, I don't know, right? I mean, um, bottom line is the news is heading towards the, quote, good side of a dislocation. We have him out this week. We think it's likely multi-week, a best case is to avoid injured reserve and to avoid surgery. But it's significant to dislocate your thumb, obviously, on the throwing hand because of the need to grip and to be able to spin it. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, Bears have had some bad injury luck. Uh, in the running back room, Khalil Herbert on IR, Roshan Johnson in concussion, so he missed last week. Hopefully he can clear this week. Um, so they were down to Dante Foreman. Uh, matchup against the Raiders, so it goes to our next QB question. Jimmy G went to the hospital uh, after uh, taking a hit kind of to the side. They, they labeled it back doubtful, and then he was out because he went to the hospital. But it seems like uh, it was what you saw in the war room, Doc, that they were – taking him to the hospital for precautionary scans, ruling out internal injury. So what what are we looking for going forward on him? Um, I think there's a good chance that he could play. It's scary when you say he went to the hospital, okay? But looking at the hit, remember what we always say is judge the injury, not the reaction to the injury. And the injury in terms of the hit didn't see that as overly traumatic and thought he could have a chance to return. Obviously, better safe than sorry, check out some internal organ damage, whether it was CT scan or other special testing, kidneys or otherwise. So far, the tests are good. Quote, dodged a bullet. And uh, that's good to hear. But here's the other contextual clue. You you start to hear going to the hospital and you say, "Uh uh-oh, it's terrible. But the one reporter, and I forget who it was, said that she was in the tunnel and they happened to see. Just happened to see him, yeah. Jimmy G getting into an ambulance, not being wheeled into an ambulance, walking and getting into the ambulance. So why would you need an ambulance? Heidi Fang from the Review Journal Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not saying anything. I'm saying positive. She gave an accurate report. Right. There's just different context there. Um, You use an ambulance. Why? I'll tell you a funny. it's, It's like a glorified taxi you know there's a lot of security when the ambulance is there they'll move the barricades and let you out i mean what are you going to do bring jimmy g over in a regular car i mean uh we did have a story once and it probably is a future podcast yes so i can't say who and we'll talk about (laughs) it yes we'll tease it um had a guy once that we decided needed to go to the hospital to get a ct scan on his chest lungs kind of deal but he was in no distress and he was doing fine and uh 
I said, uh, all right, let's get him over there. And they said, well, you want to use the ambulance? I said, well, we can, but he finished the football game. Right. And he's not in any distress. Let's just, you know, have one of the team doctors drive him over there and we'll grease the wheels on getting him through the ER rather than making all this scene with the ambulance and the whole deal uh, and scaring people. And he turned out to be okay, by the way. But anyways, so here's the joke. I finish up all my post-game exam duties and I get there and I'm like calling my doctor, where are you? Like, we're not there yet. I said, what do you mean? How did I finish up all the exams and and beat you here? Well, there was traffic and they routed us up the hill and this, that, the other down. And I'm like, you couldn't talk your way through. He goes, well, I didn't have my NFL card ID with me or this. I was like, you have a player <laughs> in the <laughs> car, in there, yeah. <laughs> you know, how did we beat you here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> should have took the ambulance, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that was my <laughs> lesson. Should have yeah. took the ambulance. No one asked questions when you're in the yeah, ambulance. No one asked questions. Two civilians in a car. I do have a question on this. Uh, just on the CAT scan. Um, it might be dumb. I'm getting triggers in my brain. It may be a dumb question. <laughs> Why wouldn't they put CAT scans in the stadiums? Is that it's eliminating that trip? Why don't they put MRI scans in stadiums? Only a couple of them do. So is it not a lot to take an MRI and a CAT scan together? Is that not feasible? Well, it depends on what you're doing it for, okay. right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, you're not just ordering tests or your test. I mean, truly in stadium, yeah. the Bengals are the only one that yes, have yeah, one. Yeah. Truly in right. stadium, on the stadium parking lot and other things, mm-hmm. but truly inside the stadium where you don't need to, you know, you literally can take, the stretcher or whatever and go and i utilized it one time yeah um and uh, look but that mri even in the stadium people you know say oh it's the bengals and they're not the big money team why don't the cowboys have an mri right. and all this other stuff that mri in the cincinnati stadium is open to the public seven days well six and a half days yeah. a week, just not on game day <laughs> six and half, yeah. i mean it's a business that happens to be housed in the in the stadium that's interesting kind of thing you know mris are not inexpensive and so you can't just have an well i guess in the nfl you could do whatever you wanted but right uh it's expensive to just have an mri and quite honestly if someone really needs an mri they're ruled out of the game. I mean, just yeah. by exam. It's not urgent whatever. to get them an MRI and get them back in. Yeah. Now, what it, in our case in Cincinnati, what it did is avoided a trip to the hospital for the guy. That's right? what I would think maybe, but I guess that's a little bit to like just put a big, and that's like a money thing or, you know. I, I mean, how many <laughs> CT scans in a year do you really do? Yeah. I mean, x-rays are required to be in the stadium, but if you really need the CT scan or whatever, you, you're really not going to, I mean, Look, you had to have some clinical symptoms to send Jimmy G. You're really going to, oh, the MRI is fine. Let's put him back in the game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they a CT scan? So so Dallas has an MRI. They're one of two. It is Dallas, Dallas and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Dallas must have added it. Yeah. They didn't have it when I was there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, is it truly in the stadium? I don't know. Yeah. They didn't yes. have it when I was there. I mean, um, um, just wrapping up Jimmy G. It, 
hectic in the war room, especially like seven, eight games in the morning. But I always take it as a semi good sign in my head when you're you're asking, is that the hit? Is that the only hit? Is there other hits? Because <laughs> like, is that it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like like uh, is that it? He's not tough. He but like nothing through, traumatic. But like, yeah, nothing traumatic. Yeah. Is that yeah. all? Is all the context that there is for the situation I mean, going on? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's that's correct. And I would never say you know I have the utmost respect for football players and what they go through. And but I mean sidebar you know damian harris last night is like that's good that they're taking him off on the ambulance the whole thing and now it's good news in the whole thing but you didn't see anything traumatic i didn't see anything that would say "Uh uh-oh there's significant worry here i mean not to jump around but uh i was a lot more worried about leighton vanderesh the week before right than i was about damian harris with the past past next stuff he has yeah well just the mechanism injury like just like we weren't really worried about another quarterback that we didn't mention daniel jones we weren't really worried about daniel jones and i think he plays this week after missing last week with that neck injury that initially was described as feels like it did in 2021 when it ended a season we're like it's not the same mechanism it's not the same video injury analysis you can't equate them all and i think daniel jones is headed towards playing mm-hmm. this week um and maybe he'll come off the couch this week to play. No, just yeah. joking. he was at the game he met, was at met, the yeah game. <laughs> metaphorically yeah <laughs> now, credit, credit justin Pugh. he was figuring out at left tackle after they're down to third string so they signed him last week and off the couch to play a different position the couch well. to play a position <laughs> yeah. he never played i saw something this morning college that he's already selling t-shirts straight off the couch off the couch Pew. that's what they call him. all you need is a little you know <laughs> now, burner thing to make those my prints, my, yeah. my question is did he have the t-shirts planned? Yes. 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 You I, think say, so? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you prepare to say that, right? And it's already been taped as well. So well, I had time. I, I, guess, I like right? to go, okay. Sure. It's taped before, right? They yeah. they t- tape it on Saturday. Uh, do you even know anything that. about that? I was just thinking about that. How do, Where do they get that? Like just right before the game or is there media? Oh, like, no, 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 no. This is what I was saying. You don't listen very well. I do don't. You, you know that. You know that. <laughs> This is why I'm not sure Tom Brady will ever call Fox games mm-hmm. for the NFL. Kind of like 72 hours of prep. I mean, the norm is you get there on Friday, and Friday is your day slash afternoon to meet with the home team. Okay. And you talk to the coaches, the coordinators, they provide you the quarterback or the main players. And this is where you get your insights and different things. And sometimes they do tell you some secrets of what they're going to do under the honor that you're not going to reveal it to the other side but it helps your broadcast kind of right there's a lot of homework that these guys do uh, they don't show up sunday an hour before the game and and roll yeah. memorize some numbers or get a cheat sheet the and pronunciation roll. of the names you said they take a long time so to as well the yeah. the home team will tape all that stuff on friday at okay. the facility okay because the crew's there and the, yeah. you know, the main broadcasters who are there are there, et cetera. The sideline reporter's there, the producer's there, you know, kind of deal. And then Saturday is for the visiting team in the afternoon, usually after the walkthrough in the morning, and it's at the team hotel. Mm-hmm. And that's where they get all this stuff. So it's a lot of prep work. So, yeah, he did it ahead of time, but I'm not trying to sidetrack on Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. it's just a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, does he want to do that? I mean, he retired from football because of kids and life and whatever. Maybe he doesn't want to. And it's also a harder job than you think to be critical of people without people getting people mad at you and whatever. And and Tom does a great job on his podcast. Yeah. He's that's a good podcast. Yeah. 
but he's very buttoned up on the podcast. Yeah. He's, he's not, not himself. Very yeah, not himself. Yeah, you can tell that. Right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's her guy, Lonnie, who packs in his good friend. I mean, Tom's a fun guy. He's buttoned up when he's on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And what's he going to be like? Like, Tony Romo just is a regular guy and lets it fly, right? And so it comes through. So you're not paying for the buttoned up Tom Brady on. You I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know how it's yeah. going to go, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, he's I don't know gonna if a want... lot of people would want that. Yeah. yeah I want, don't know if yeah. he wants to do that. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he would get good money, but he's got good money. I mean, right. whatever. Um, not to get off track, mm-hmm, but. Sure. I guess I already we did. always are <laughs> good. It's all right. Yeah. My bigger thing isn't, oh my gosh, what an unbelievable deal Justin Pugh to, get, to come off the couch. Remember, he did it before, right? Um, what was the I don't remember the situation. I think he did it before. Someone did it. Who did it before? Ver, Jared Verheer, the guy from Oh, the, yes, yes, yes. That yes. was the guy who, yeah. yeah. Call the Packers yeah. or whatever. Yes. Anyways, straight off the couch is amazing. Okay. Straight off the couch. And then going back to left tackle, Ross Tucker was doing the the radio broadcast, yeah. Westwood One, and he was talking about the guy's only had 100 or some snaps, none since, what, 2015. Right. Hopefully, Ross, I'm quoting you correctly, right. to go back to tackle when he, that's not been his predominant position. To come off the couch and play guard is hard enough. To come off the couch and play left tackle in the NFL is unbelievable. I agree. But my takeaway from that is – and it's really cool. It's a great phrase straight off the couch. And, you know, I'm sure the Sunday night football NBC let it go because they chuckled and they knew it was going to be a good part of the broadcast. Yeah. What, what guys say now, now his straight off the couch, they gave him, usually they give you like a second and a half. He, he got two and a half or three seconds or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. anyways, it was good. <laughs> yep. My point is how bad is the giants offensive line in terms of injuries to need someone to come off the couch. And that person is now your starter. In a position and, he never played. <laughs> and, well, and then immediately the next guy up at left tackle. Right. So mm-hmm. how short are the Giants at offensive line? That, to me, was what that was telling you. Uh, how injury-ravaged are they? I mean, look, nobody comes into the season I'm one injury away from calling a guy off the couch. That means you right. are making, yeah, it's, you're in trouble. Maybe, yeah. That means you <laughs> are in capital T yes, trouble, yes. right? <laughs> to have to go to that extreme. That's my takeaway from yep. the Giants in their situation. As fantastic it is for Justin Pugh, it's like they're in trouble. And they, they you know, they played a nice game and and uh, good for them. Well, that Josh, uh, as a do, I believe I'm saying he was yeah. already the second string. So like he said, you were bringing Pugh off to be third string guard and tackle. Yeah. And that's Andrew where they Thomas got, said yeah, that lingering where, hamstring yes. tried to play through, didn't do it yeah. effectively. So he was inactive for the game. And then so not only are you on left tackle three, mm-hmm. you're on left tackle three. Well, who wasn't even on your roster last week. But that also means you're on what left guard four? I don't know. I mean, how how hard how deep did you have to go to call someone in right. off the couch? Mm-hmm. And then you then move that guy over, and then someone's got to move back in behind you. So the guy who's playing at left guard was not as good as Justin Pugh off the couch. I mean, that is a lot. I mean, hats off. So to their the left Giants. their left guard is very good. Their center was out that game as well. So the one of the guards moved to center, so that push you know deeper in the left guard situation and there's the yeah o-line shuffle <laughs> right and, and the mean, backup right tackle was out so they didn't have any swing stuff so that became pew it might have been the guy that was before pew so that's yeah, just like, a lot of shuffle and right. you know you'd be amazed at 
just to even to know the line calls. Okay, yes. it's easy enough to, I mean, right? That's part of it. You identify the mic linebacker and which way the line calls go, and you have to work in unison. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, the Giants did a great job considering all the shuffle. I mean, right. they were in the game, yeah. right? I mean. I'll stick with that game. Uh, uh, Josh Allen came out with the right right uh, shoulder injury from that game. He had some KT tape in the presser. Uh, any concerns going forward, Doc? I think we saw the plays. He stayed in, came out for concussion check, but his numbers were pretty much the same uh, before and after. Two rushes after for 11 yards. He had that nice touchdown throw across his body too late. He's got a very strong arm. Yes. He Is does. he hurting? 100%. I mean, but it's football. It's a collision sport. Is he sore? Yeah. Could he go a little bit of LP this week? Yeah. Is he going to be icing it? And you know, they already did a scan, right, or something mm -hmm. on it. And yeah, he don't it see yeah, any yeah. structural damage. He's got the SPAC tape sticking out a little bit under his shirt. Yeah, normal, right? Just I mean, yeah. as I say, you don't have a medical staff of up to 10 people for the four injuries that show up on an injury report. Okay. So <laughs> they're treating a lot more yes, things. Things that aren't there. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think he's fine. And then go look at this video here where he steps to the aid of his, one of his offensive linemen and he leads with what his right shoulder. Mm -hmm. And this is what a quarter or more after yes, this yeah. is the second half that his other stuff happened in the first half. You're not worried about his shoulder there. Uh, so I don't think there's much of a concern. I don't think we're going to get a surprise Deshaun Watson situation. And I'm sure we'll get to that, that one, too. That's where I'm going next. So well, let's okay. stick right there. Transition. All right. He usually doesn't lead, read the rundown. I know, we're doing we go. good this time. You think I read it this time? <laughs> no, I was just trying to give you some credit. <laughs> Broken clocks right yes. twice a day. Uh, <laughs> my main question with Deshaun Watson is, is what changes in a week? Is a week for, uh, what are they calling it, a deep rotator cuff contusion Hard to throw the ball deep down the field. He had the bye. Now this is the second straight week he's missed. What changes going into week seven? Well, I'm going to call this little segment clean up on aisle four. <laughs> Obviously, pun on Deshaun Watson's number. <laughs> there is a lot to clean up here. Uh, what is there to clean up? Initially, in week three, after there were some limited practices for Deshaun, we went and looked and we said, oh, that third quarter hit to the outside of his shoulder, that is a shoulder contusion like they announced, and that's what we thought. That's a deltoid contusion he's going to play through. And then week four, he warms up and says he couldn't play through. And, of course, we got a lot of grief. I got a lot of grief. Oh, you're wrong. You said he would play. You can never you know. be wrong, Doc. You know that. Uh, yeah. I was wrong. He didn't play. Okay. Yes, yeah. But And we don't delete tweets. I was wrong. He yep. didn't play. I thought he would play. Based on the information we have, we're not in the building. We're, I mean, look, if I examine a player and I was wrong, I feel really, really bad. We're looking at video. Right. But you don't have the records. Of right. We say we're 95% accurate. This is clearly one that we were wrong. He, didn't, he couldn't go. But then – the head coach said he was cleared to play. Ah, see there. And then we find out DTR, the rookie, found out right before the game that he was the starter. At 1030, yep, yeah. Which meant the team itself was surprised. So don't get mad at me if I got it wrong from the outside. <laughs> the people inside the building were surprised. There's other stuff going on. <laughs> and I don't know what happened there. Then Andrew Barry came back and said, well, it was a joint decision. Look, I am not 
being critical of anyone in the Browns organization. I'm not being critical of Deshaun Watson or calling him soft and not playing. I am not being critical of the medical staff in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying there seems to be some disconnect. And anytime you see something that doesn't fully make sense outside the building, it usually does once you know all the facts inside. The question is, what are all the facts? So was everyone just surprised and the Deshaun Watson just decided that he couldn't go and they said, okay, we got to move on. And everyone in the building is mad. Don't know. That's a lot of supp supposition. Did medical somehow miss the significance of this? Don't know. Okay. Did Deshaun Watson mislead them? Not purposely, but saying, you know, I think I'm fine. No, I don't want an MRI. No, I'm fine. I know I'm going to be fine. And then comes the curveball on the morning of was there. And it seems like, they didn't give the kid any practice reps, the rookie. Because no, they first in. team reps for Watson all week. Yeah. 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 No, he wasn't and, throwing. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot to figure out here. Then he goes on a bye week. And the assumption was the bye week would take care of it. But as soon as he came back and there was word that he may not be practicing, right? Because they started practice on Monday. The official injury report didn't come Wednesday. By Tuesday, we we're saying, take San Francisco minus five. We don't think Deshaun Watson is going to play. Now, in the end, it didn't matter. Yeah. Cleveland won outright. But if you did five and then nine and a half, you had a good middle and then you, you know, whatever. But that's a whole nother different story. It was great. You don't get line movement like that. So that's we were right on movement. that. Absolutely. But why did we say that Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play? If you have a shoulder contusion that leaks from week three into week four, past the week five by into the start of week six that starts to be like wait a minute and we went back and looked at video and thanks to you guys you found second quarter video mm -hmm. i don't believe it was that third quarter play even though the browns later in the week cited that third quarter play of a direct shoulder contusion the second quarter where he got a concussion check he falls on his right shoulder that is more consistent with what now has been reported as a subscap contusion, the way that he fell. This is a subscap tendon, part of the rotator cuff. So at the that, back of the shoulder, kind of? That's the front. Fell, front. Okay, front. Fell, fell outstretched, but it hurts the front of the shoulder. Okay. Yeah, by stretching the front. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. And yeah, that can affect your throwing motion. What I don't understand is if something was to that affected, I mean, did it get worse and surprise people? Yeah, finish the game. Yeah, like why can't he throw like time. five or six times of practice and be like, oh wait, he can't throw this week. We need to bring DTR in. Right. And yeah. and prepare more. Right, so there's right. some disconnect yeah. there. And and I don't know where it falls, but something this is where I say cleanup, you know, yeah. we're still looking for that. Right. Now we but I do firmly believe, think about this. So in preparation for week four, he was limited practice. In preparation for week six, he was DNP. Yep. What does that tell you? Did it get worse or did they decide we can't go into the game unprepared? We need to give all the snaps to PJ Walker to give him a fighting chance. Uh, Do you think Walker would have started for um, DTR if they would have prepared better or that was just they went to the second guy? Because Walker's the thirds. So, you know, they had to. Well, I mean, I, I obviously they didn't love what. 
they saw. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> guess DTR, they, I mean, I'm mad. You didn't even give me any practice and you don't like what you saw. And then you have a game film <laughs> of what you saw. Yeah. It's, it sucks for the kid, right? Yeah. 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 Life's tough as a rookie. It, it may suck for him. It's not a fair chance, but, right. but in some ways it's not the worst thing for him. Look, he'd look really good in the preseason, but that's vanilla defenses. So did Aiden, no McCon- so did Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, that's why I don't like rookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's look, uh, I'm not, you know, this is even before yesterday, you know, I'm not, Oh my God, Brock Purdy is the best in the world guy either. Although right. he's done very well. Right, just because of the young QB factor, but in any case, it's not the worst thing for him to sit and learn a little more here, right? right yeah. PJ Walker at least has more experience. He didn't play that well, but he's a winning quarterback, he's a game manager. He, yeah, figured it out. Yeah, the Got bottom it. line is this um, not sure where it's going to go with Deshaun Watson. A suspicion, I don't know. I think the team knew they were not going to play him all week. I think they knew now. Are you going to say? They knew because they're mad. You can't do it. Do it to us again. I'm not saying that. Or they know actually what's going on, and they can. Or they knew it. what's going on. Whatever, because they clearly said DNP, right? And definition of LP is Deshaun Watson goes out there and hands the ball off. Well, he did heading into week four. Why couldn't he heading into week six? So clearly, they had made the internal decision. Mm-hmm. I believe to start someone other than Deshaun Watson, not as I'm mad at Deshaun Watson or we don't trust him, but just, Hey, maybe he got an injection and they said, we need some rest to treat the swelling. Right. There, right. Uh, whether it's PRP or Corzo, maybe, I don't know. It's just conjecture. There's a lot that happens inside a building. And this week it remains to be seen, but I do think that there's a chance that, Deshaun Watson can play this week based on the injury because we're heading into week seven. It was a week three injury. So now we're looking at four weeks, and especially if he got some treatment, this, that, the other, there's a chance where it's going to sit is look, what do the Browns need to make a decision on? What do we need to see out of him early this week to have confidence that he'll make it so that we make him, the starter and give him the reps you know are we comfortable having deshaun watson being the starting quarterback if he can't throw this week and we're just going to roll the dice on sunday or how much do we need to see out of him my guess is as much as controversy that there has been uh, i think he's got a good chance to try and play through this week uh does he and- need an injection to play you were saying no, okay. inje- this injection, if he had it, was for treatment, the not for would, yeah. numbing. Okay. You okay. can't numb a rotator cuff, okay. or you shouldn't to play. So there's a lot of cleanup and conjecture here, cleanup on aisle four, and I think we'll hear more this week. Right now, I think the Browns head coach didn't say much day-to-day and, and moved on yeah. from it. Uh, you know, Stuff will start leaking out in terms of if it's going to be Deshaun this week. But I think he has a chance. We'll have to see how the week develops. And and this is one where I think looking at practice reports will be helpful. What's interesting yet is that the cleanup, some of the cleanup is going to have to come from Deshaun. He he hasn't yeah. spoken to the media yet no. as to what really happened. Right. Uh, someone else also asked me on another show, I said, well, isn't it possible that Deshaun Watson was cleared to play by the team doctors, but his own doctors didn't clear him to play. I said, I suppose it's possible, but I don't buy that for one second. Why? 
if his own doctors had said you can't play, it doesn't fit the narrative of him saying that it didn't feel like he could throw or be effective. It doesn't fit that narrative. And if the head coach is lying, which I'm not saying he is, right. and if indeed you had your own doctor said no, where's your agent? One phone call to Schefter, Rap Sheet, or anyone would have it blasted out yep, there, yep. would have controlled the story. It says, mm-hmm. well, Deshaun Watson's personal doctors that he saw during the bye week said that he couldn't play, right? That would have been out really fast. Yeah. It's not so, his choice not to play. It's the team he's following doc- his own doctor's advice. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the cleanup of that, right? And that didn't really happen. So I don't see that as a realistic possibility. Do all players have – it's like a team doctor, personal doctor, like a family doctor, and then like what do you mean by personal doctor? Like, Well, you know. Because I would just be using a team doctor. I don't know. Like, but I guess I – Well, personal yeah. doctor, it's not going to be your family doctor. They don't uh, – yeah, I mean, no offense. Yeah, they yeah. know a lot about a lot, but uh, – a little about a lot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you the whole said story, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You said that, not yes. me. Um, but you go to your agent, and he has a list of specialists that he's worked with before. Or is oh, it- sure. And yeah. you know, and and look, uh, every city has local second opinion doctors, and mm-hmm. you. There was also a bye week. You could have flown anywhere to to okay. see someone if he yeah. was concerned and what have you. When you say personal doctor, just one of his choosing. You're always yeah. entitled to second opinion. You shouldn't be insulted and here's the other thing that hasn't been cleaned up yet did he ever get an mri after that week three injury right i don't know that they've really ever said now i would imagine by now they have one because he was missing time but yeah right after initial injury after the week three injury as we're heading to week four did he ever get an mri then i don't know this is what i mean clean up aisle four there's a lot to clean up here yeah that we'll figure out over time once deshaun watson speaks here and gives the story like i said i expect the story to make sense and and it's not gonna be something nefarious like oh someone blew it or someone refused to play or something yeah. there's an explanation coming well, let's get to our last quarterback injury just want to remind people uh sick insights is where you can get all the latest info on uh fantasy players sean watson quarterbacks as well as offensive linemen we don't rule them out uh key defensive players too mm-hmm. um trevor lawrence got some uh coach speak for you doc i like this one this week Doug Peterson talking today. They play Thursday against the Saints. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had the little knee tweak late in the game uh, by video. You didn't see anything too bad. He said there's some bruising. Uh, So Doug Peterson today said Trevor Lawrence and Brandon Scherf, the left guard, correct? Right guard. Right guard uh, had an ankle. So he said they're both day-to-day. He was pressed to say what the MRI showed, and he said that's the trainer's jurisdiction. And uh, pressed to say if they're playing Thursday, he said day-to-day. Trainer's jurisdiction. That's a, I've never heard that one before. Oh, sure. You yeah, can say that. But saying, then, yeah. but here's a classic thing that's the trainer's ju- jurisdiction. But then they don't make the trainer available to speak to. Yeah, so you know, you know, it's not going to come out. Yeah, that's a smart. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't need to say. No, I mean, you know, it's not a requirement to, to say. And, uh, you know, they just go by the injury reports and day to day. I mean, that's fine. Um, by video, and we already put out some video in game and from the war room. I don't think it's significant on Trevor Lawrence. And even with the short week, I think he has a chance to play through. It's his left knee, front leg. Yeah, he can move around some, but he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Anthony Richardson. He's not making his living with his feet. He's making his living with his arm. And with that, and his foot was off the ground. Remember, who was it that everyone was like, oh, this is horrible? The Gator roll last year. Oh, it was a couple years ago. Chris Carson. We brought it up Chris on the po- podcast. Carson. Yeah, it was yes. a Dallas Cowboys uh, defensive lineman, Tristan Hill. Yeah, and that looked bad. Not the best. And <laughs> sorry, 
Chris Carson played the next week yeah. at running back. This one didn't look as bad, and he's a quarterback. So mm -hmm. I actually have reasonable confidence. I have a question on this. If they play. did play Sunday, is it 100% that he'd play? Like, I know Thursday is probably why it's so iffy, right? Um, Sunday, you would have no issues. I mean, I don't I mean, it's. I know it's, I carny not, trick you all the time. It's not, it's not magic, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? I know. It's like, okay. I, I love how people go all the time. Well, they play Monday, so he's got an extra day. Yeah, that extra I mean, day of what? <laughs> yeah. Is it really like yeah. that? Razor, I mean, the healing you know. powers of Monday. Yes. I, I like that a no, lot. Extra day. Yeah. Um, you know, it went through that with Saquon when he got ruled out Thursday. Oh, but next week he plays on Monday with the extra day. One extra like, day to get yeah, the ankle better. He, yeah. he missed his three weeks, like we said. Yeah. Anyways. We've seen even with concussions that a Thursday concussion doesn't necessarily clear for the following week. It's not that three extra days means your symptoms are better in those three days not so, always right it's always and, yeah but i still have optimism that trevor lawrence will play uh getting to two key fantasy running backs uh maybe splitting hairs of what what the difference between oblique and ribs are but cmc had an oblique uh they labeled it oblique slash ribs in the post game uh interview and then david montgomery looked like he landed on the ball uh came out with injured ribs and he's uh Reportedly expected to miss this week, I think, for David Montgomery. I was just touching my ribs to make sure, like, that yeah, it's kind of there. Pretty sure. It's so, there. yeah, I, I think the oblique for uh, for running backs kind of new. I don't know that we've seen that a lot this year. It's more quarterbacks and uh, wide receivers can hinder their motion. So, what did we see on CMC? Well, certainly oblique, you know, twisting, et cetera, and the oblique muscles do attach at the ribs and the rib cartilage junction, et cetera. And uh, David Montgomery, on the other hand, fell on the ball, and that may be more rib cartilage. It's like the front part of your ribs yeah, rather the than the soft side. cartilage. Mm -hmm. And rib cartilage hurts more, right? It is hurts more. Yeah. And it is harder to inject mm -hmm. than a single rib area in terms of intercostal nerve block. And we've covered here where not everyone wants to do that nowadays. And, and I understand. And no, I did not. <laughs> I'm not responsible for Justin Herbert's rising career with the Tyrod. That wasn't you. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was in LA. I was only in san diego but anyways um is an oblique something you can inject for christian mccaffrey if it's an insertion of the oblique yes if it's the oblique muscle it's harder you saw him getting right. adjusted and moving right. and stretched i wouldn't rule cmc out this next week they do play monday so the healing oh the extra day will do it yeah yeah against minnesota yeah. uh two key offensive lineman injuries i want to talk about too um Trent Williams and Lane Johnson. Trent Williams, by video, we saw a high ankle sprain. Uh, Lane Johnson's announced as lateral ankle sprain. Sprain. I think his component was also consistent with high, mild high ankle as well. So how difficult is it for a lineman to play through? I think we saw Trent Williams kind of getting pushed back quite a bit. I don't know if that was just Cleveland's dominant defensive line or part of the injury. I'm more worried about Trent Williams than I am about Debo and CMC. I mean, he's an anchor on that team, and that's uh, hats off uh, to him that he even returned to the game. That was a clearly a high ankle sprain, something he had last year as well. He's a fighter, yeah. It's yeah. inside foot, and he didn't look the same. Mm -mm. That did not look nope. like Pro Bowler Trent Williams. Nope. He had the use check and, and Kittle there chipping a lot of the game, and, and even then he didn't look very good. He did not look himself at all. And that's the inside right leg. So inside that's harder not, power not leg, good, right, right. Yeah. High ankle. That to me is more concerning than Debo and CMC. Not that they're not great for fantasy guys, of course, Debo and, and CMC, but for the team, I think the more concerning injury for the 49ers is, is Trent Williams. Lane Johnson did look like a low lateral inversion ankle sprain to me on the video. 
and and I'm not going to question Lane Johnson. He's tough. I mean, he plays through a lot of stuff. He played through the the core stuff last year. And his in last angle injury, he literally played until his leg collapsed. So he had to need surgery on the other angle. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that he can re- return sooner than later. But uh, he's obviously key for the Eagles as well. Yeah, it's a big game, Miami and the Eagles on Sunday night. So all eyes on that and their status going forward. Uh, get some early injury edges. Uh, injury edge is something you can get in your inbox delivered uh, Saturday morning. It's your one-stop shop for all your uh, injury edge. Um, get the key matchup advantages. We do our scores on the back end. That's how we do our picks, our props, and sides, and all that stuff. So you see which which side has the uh, the positive delta as well. Uh, that's kind of how we we judge things. So the key one is uh, Las Vegas at Chicago. We talked about the two two quarterbacks are going to swing that a bit. Might be uh, Aiden O'Connell versus Tyson Bagent. Why are you saying Brian Hoyer? It's interesting that they went to Hoyer <laughs> against the Patriots. Went right to Hoyer. Not no uh, no consideration made in O'Connell. So, but, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Jimmy G was coming off his concussion, and he didn't get a lot of practice the week before. Right. So they said, Jimmy, you get all the reps. Let me just explain it. If your cute backup QBs haven't gotten the reps. You playing Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer? I'm playing Hoyer, he Brian needs Hoyer. no reps. No reps for <laughs> no Hoyer. reps needed, yeah. yeah. I, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what that was about. That's not lack of confidence. When, Aiden, point. when Aiden started, it was because, like you said, he had the whole week. He had a week of yes, practice, yes, yeah. and he was promising, so let's let's go with him. Yeah. But if it's emergency usage, you want Hoyer, don't you? I yeah. mean, yeah. Hoyer didn't have the reps. He he's the veteran, he said, and yeah. he's been in Josh McDaniel's system longer and the whole deal. So, yeah, that made sense to me. And if they're trying to go with Aiden O'Connell, Jimmy can't go this week, it's because, okay, now we feel a little better if we give him all the reps and and, and so forth during the week. So if you see like a DNP on Wednesday for Jimmy G, you would assume maybe it's more Aiden because they're starting to slowly trickle that through? Or Let's see how Jimmy G does. I still think, we still think he can play. Through. He can yeah. play. Yeah. But, but, you know, yeah, I think uh, – if you're, if I don't see how you play Aiden O'Connell without three good days of practice for him. A rookie, yeah. I wanted it to be Josh McDaniels just sticking it to Belichick. See, I'm using both your quarterbacks. That's what I want the you. answer to be. I just wanted Doc to say, like, hey, you're sticking it to Belichick, but no, yeah. You think there's any bad blood there? No, I think that's and good no, blood. I think, I think they really left. I blood. think they left good. I think, like you said, there's, they made a, he t- said no to the Colts because Belichick said, hey, I'll give you some. I don't secrets. think there's bad yeah, blood yeah, there. Yeah, I, I don't think there's yeah. any uh, sticking it to anybody. Jacoby Myers or his blood because they gave the thirty-three million dollars that they were supposed to to him to Juju Smith-Schuster. So I guess maybe there is more bad blood there than McDaniel's. But yeah, yeah. but I'm <laughs> thinking GM bad blood though. Yeah, I, I promise you this: Jimmy G has a much bigger chance of playing than Justin Fields. I that's, mean, that's good. Yeah. That's and that's, one one went to the hospital and one didn't. So that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Derek, Derek Carr went to the hospital <laughs> and played the next played week. Played the next week. Didn't play oh, very Derek, well. Raider Carr, yeah, former Raider man. There you <laughs> Didn't go. play very well, but that's that's where that is. And then you, the injury edge is interesting. Like we were in the room here in the war room, and one of our big things this week is this last week, week six, is Carolina Panthers. Both safeties, DB issues. Oh my gosh, Tyree killed Jalen Waddle. What's going to happen? This, they, they should boat race them, right? And that's what our injury stuff said. And it started out fourteen nothing the so other way. Boat race yeah. another side, yeah. <laughs> and, right. And uh, but that was just first quarter. And that's why I was saying, you know what? Don't get nervous on this. Now that they're fourteen nothing, and even more likely to throw, you know, take advantage of the yeah, yeah. take advantage mm-hmm. of that. And then even then. Mostert got a ton. That was one of our other good calls because 
safety's got to play a big shell. There's no eight men in the box. There's pure seven and at most in the box and mm-hmm. play back. And, you know, the, the you're not going to get a lot of run support there uh, from the safeties. They're, right. they're worried about the speedsters yeah. and uh, and what have you. And so Mostert got a ton, and and obviously the, the Dolphins came back. And that one – It was minus two and a half live after the 14-0 start for Carolina. We yeah. weren't saying that, oh, Miami's the greatest show on – grass and you know we 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 like miami we but were nothing saying, changed yeah we were saying the panthers have injury issues in the secondary that's what we were saying mm-hmm. yeah another uh, matchup we're looking at pittsburgh at the rams uh pittsburgh coming off the bye maybe they get deontay johnson back i think pat Frymuth already so he's, said he's playing yeah, yeah. um kenny pickett week better off the mcl and then the rams kind of have a negative delta for the running back situation kyron williams picked up an ankle seems like they're talking about maybe he misses this week uh, Ronnie Rivers, the backup, had a PCL by video. And they traded Cam Akers. And traded Cam Akers, so they'd be down to four, which would be Zach Evans. Correct? Yes, it will. Yes. Uh, Cooper Cup, minor aggravation on that ankle. He came back, had a million yards and a touchdown. <laughs> uh, Garrett Wilson also reaggravated the ankle. He's on a bye, so that shouldn't be an issue mm-hmm. in, into week eight. But uh, let's get, get to our good call, bad call real quick. Well, how about how about those Jets? They're three and three at the bye, and and they had a gauntlet of a schedule. If you look at their schedule from the get go, that's what I was saying. They play a lot of good gauntlet. quarterbacks. They yeah. had a so in the first six games, they beat Buffalo and they beat the Eagles. That, that's right. I mean, don't they, roll them out. And they played with the Chiefs a little bit. And Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is back. <laughs> He's back without crutches, so that's, that's throwing, a significant Don, He's topic. throwing the ball even though the Achilles is on the leg, too, which is interesting. He's able to throw the ball well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're I trying mean, to bait here. <laughs> I know. I mean, but, Allah, you know you know how we have fun with stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got so much crap from people. Like we said, Aaron Rodgers, Achilles in game, and then when it basically was confirmed, he said, that's too bad, but it's not impossible that he can return to play this year. And I got so much grief like you're crazy he's 39 40 years old the jets won't ever be in i said look you got to thread the needle the jets got to make the playoffs zach wilson's got to get him there aaron Rodgers got to make a good recovery and then if zach wilson is really healthy and gets in there you probably stay with zach wilson but zach wilson either doesn't play well and they ride the defense there or he gets hurt that does open up a potential door for aaron Rodgers. let me tell you something Watch him walk and, st- and stuff. He's not close to playing yet. I mean, it's still months from now, right? Right. Uh, this is not even into a week-to-week situation yet for Aaron Rodgers. The risk of re-rupture, I don't care what sort of speed bridge that you have. And once again, that's a technique that's, I don't know, 15 years old. It's not revolutionary. It does allow you out of a splint a little more quickly, but it doesn't speed up biology, and that's what you're looking at. So he is out of the boot and stuff like you. Well, the boot, I'm not sure he didn't have like a little uh, insert AFO to protect him there. Mm -hmm. I was a little bit surprised that they allowed him on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. I mean, what if the wash comes at you and you take a step back or you do something quickly that you're not supposed to, and then it Repops, oh my gosh, the world would yeah. end, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I thought, oh, it was interesting that he was down there, right? No, nothing, knowing nothing about medicine, too. I feel like stepping into throws isn't the issue, it's dropping back and uh, backpedaling. At a well, quick it is pace. easier. Look, um, front foot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, does Aaron Rodgers need to step into throws? No, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> Follow through, touch I mean, throws, yeah. And, yeah. and he has this 
interesting quick release motion right yes like it's all arm like oh, like like from a seated chair he could throw the ball pretty well yeah right and yeah. uh yeah i wonder what his fastball velocity is yeah. uh sticking with the jets kind of an interesting one uh during that developed late in the week uh sauce gardner ruled out with a concussion i think on the injury report he was illness leading up to saturday and then it became concussion and ruled out and then he tweeted that oh the crazy part is i feel fine so i I know we're uh, carny tricking you, Doc, that we don't have a lot of info outside of that. But that is obviously a good siding with precaution that if he had even minor symptoms that they ruled him out, didn't let him play. But I mean, was it illness? Was it dizziness that he was feeling? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I lightheadedness. Mean, uh, lightheadedness. Anything. Illness, there was yeah. nothing on Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday was DNP. So it was yeah, interesting. So they have a buy. So not, not a huge story for this week, but is maybe a positive sign that the concussion protocol is working right, that he reported symptoms and then precautionary rule out so even if he's feeling fine don't don't risk it and they got the win yeah now i was gonna say what's what's more impressive being three three or losing your three being without your three uh top cornerbacks and picking off hurts three times <laughs> they're just coached well i don't know what it is like they they still had two three picks or yeah, three picks. yeah it's, it's, it's mind-boggling <laughs> Defense is good. Yeah, Qu- Quinn Williams had one of the picks, so the D lineman got D-Lyman got one. He didn't cornerbacks. Yeah, uh, even with those three picks, AJ Brown hit his prop. Uh, we had the over sixty nine and a half. Finished with seven catches, one hundred thirty one, uh, with those three cornerbacks out. So that was directly it's, led into that. Uh, no, I think it was the shoes. <laughs> got to be because you could see him easier with the pink shoes. That's totally <laughs> accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, got our bad call of the week, probably our bad beat of the week. I know Taylor wants me to call it yeah, that. Yeah, Doc, I don't agree with this. So <laughs> Sam Laporta had the calf. He was questionable all the way up to game time. We uh, <laughs> handpicked the 18, under 18 and a half, longest reception, first catch of the game, 19 yards. Like first play, basically. First, right? Yeah, it was like the second play. <laughs> Finished four catches, 36. So any other way you hit it, unders would have helped. But uh, And he was targeted like. A 11, ton of time. 11, 11 targets. targets. Yeah, yeah. 11 targets for net 36 yards. 11 targets for 36. So it was at 3.2 yards a, a, a target, but he gets 19 on the <laughs> first, first one. one to, uh, it was the third pass of the game for golf. I want to yeah, say like 15 air yards in that one, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's just based on didn't think he'd be that explosive mm-hmm. in movement. He, he wasn't. It's just, yeah, that was the half yard off. Yeah. Sometimes a good number. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah, yes. Uh, be- All right, we'll we'll take that. I'd say overall the uh, analysis wasn't terrible. This is why. What do I always say? The ball's not round. You get a funny bounces. Yeah. Things happen. I mean, who would have saw the Jets beating the Eagles like that? And who would have saw the 49ers losing to a former XFL quarterback? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. wild wild weekend NFL. That's why they play the game. What do they, what do they say? Uh, Beast of the week. I got Devontae Adams for you. Seems like he gets up. From more big hits than anybody I've seen recently. Uh, got the hospital ball this week, got lit up, and it led to a pick. Comes right back in the game. Did that earlier this week or this year against the, the Bills. And then uh, I think 2021 was the one that he missed just one play after looking like a sure concussion. Yeah. And that was supposedly wind, right? It was wind, it was yes, Green Bay. Yes, yeah. Cover that. But that's one of the ones where I said, you know, there should be medical talk to a pool reporter and explain why it was wind and why he got back so quickly. But that's another thing. There was a lot of talk this weekend about uh, how quick Josh Allen returned and how quick who someone else returned. Like the screens can be pretty quick in that blue tent. You know, it's five questions. And if they don't see visual evidence and in, in the, it's not a full exam, it's a screening. You have you to go get, five for five. You can't just get, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Five for five. <laughs> 
kids trying a, to get three for five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you have to be five for five and, and no other suspicion. And the independent has to agree, but that can be done pretty quickly with okay. a couple plays. I think uh, Josh was only at two plays mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It was one. Yeah. Or one yeah. play. Yeah. And any, anyways, you're required to sit out the one, but my, Devonte Adams has taken some hits, and you see it here, and then so forth. But I might go back to just because it's football, and we've done it. I might vote for a beast of the week, Josh Allen, who's been dumped on his shoulder twice, rumored to have quote injured the shoulder. But look at him here in the third quarter. We talked about it. His I, old lineman is getting pushed. And how often do you see a QB come in and? aggressively protect he his hit too, yeah. leading with that right shoulder Shoulders, that yeah. people say are hurt right and he came in hard uh so that's I, I, just maybe for the unusualness yep. Devontae mm-hmm. adams has made it routine to look at the hits yeah. he yeah. takes so i'll give it to him too but josh allen i don't remember seeing i've seen quarterbacks come in yelling and screaming kind of thing but not leading with the shoulder <laughs> he came yeah. in like, yeah. he, he came in hard right actions the, speak louder than words this, yeah. this was not uh i'm puffing my chest out and i know everyone's going to come to my rescue this is i'm taking the contact yeah. right here i'm yep. going to go flying in for my o-lineman there so for that unusual nature and i guess maybe i'm partial to quarterbacks we made justin <laughs> herbert the beast of the week with the hit he took yeah. this is one was the, for hit delivered by josh allen yeah. here to the aid of his offensive lineman. So I think I, I'd prefer to give it to Josh Allen this week on a quote hurt shoulder, leading with that shoulder, coming in hard, not posturing, hey, push, and waiting for people to come mm-hmm. to your aid. He was handling He was the first one there. He was yeah. handling business <laughs> yeah. by himself. I mean, he yeah. saw it, and he just went jumping in. So uh, I'll say it's Josh Allen this week. I'll give you that, Doc. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Lots of things, sick insights, injury edge stuff. Go to the website. We keep rolling along. Uh, Season's going fast. How do you think this week is going to work for us? Disney Cruise. Oh, yeah, that's going to be exciting. Okay, I'll apologize to everybody here. Look, we got to do the Disney Cruise because it's out of San Diego. It's just too easy. Mm -hmm. And um, my daughter, who's six, has never been on a Disney Cruise. The other two that are turning 11 have been on two of them. Oh really, Davis? Oh, and so yeah. got to yeah, got to yeah. fix that power imbalance in the yeah, siblings. Yeah, not long cruises. They're all, we just do the little short things. Yeah. We don't even get off the ship. How I long mean, is it? Like a weekend? Or I'll be back Sunday morning in the world. Oh, so just here. a couple days. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Thursday, I think we have to check in, uh, but we'll be in San Diego Bay with internet uh, for the Thursday night game for the Trevor Lawrence play game. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I mean. Ships all have internet, yes, whatever. Yeah. You got to do it for the family uh, and so forth. I mean, I got too many kids. And yesterday I was, I don't know if you saw that Taylor Swift. Oh, I get <laughs> Yes. Your little yeah, thing. Yeah. It was actually really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this party uh, thing. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to go Taylor Swift and whatever. Like, <laughs> I almost like, got through a podcast without mentioning 55 minutes. Oh, I mentioned <laughs> it earlier. You just didn't catch it. We don't listen, you know. <laughs> uh, the bad blood. Yes. Oh, I heard the bad blood. <laughs> No, it goes over my head sometimes. No, it was really good because <laughs> yeah. it was the Taylor Swift movie and it was actually filmed at SoFi. And yep. that's one of the, I don't know if it's the exact concert. They probably stitched it together, but Dylan was at that concert, the 10 year old that's turning 11 that loves Taylor Swift. Oh, so she could like and, relate to it. Yeah. And if you look at the Twitter timeline, the little one, the six year old was done. And, and I thought the movie theater did a great job. Yeah. They have a little stage 
and this huge screen, but all the kids were like went up on stage and basically jumped around and danced the whole time yeah, instead of on. in their seat. So, yeah. I mean, in some ways it was probably a pretty fun little concert experience without the crowds with easy bathrooms and well it's okay too well it's okay after him well (laughs) i mean she did have like 18 people yeah yeah (laughs) you rented the movie theater out or oh no 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 no. let's not go travis kelsey stuff yeah this is uh, (laughs) no this is yeah the closest thing i am to travis kelsey or taylor swift is i'm wearing red right now that's about it okay yeah it's not we did not rent out the movie theater but there were like 18 girls there yeah. and this that the other but that's still cheaper than one taylor swift ticket sure. <laughs> yeah. massively cheaper. for sure anyways thanks for listening watching pro football doc sports injury central podcast more to come this week and apologies about the disney cruise but gotta do it for gotta, the, for gotta the do family. it makes sense without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.